T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. We're all excited around here. USA's up 1-0 at halftime. But Perloff, we got to put the soccer talk to the side. because That's easy for me at all times. <laughs> I know it pains you to have to put the soccer talk away. But we got to talk about what happened in last night's uh, NFL game because you and I just do not agree on one particular point, and it's a big point. It actually has more to do than what we just saw last night. And it's whether or not Matt Ryan should have had the wherewithal to call timeout as he's scrambling less than a minute to go. The Colts are down by seven. They're driving. They're in Pittsburgh territory with all three timeouts. Why didn't Matt Ryan himself call the timeout on the field rather than waiting for Jeff Saturday, the head coach with no experience, to do it So meanwhile, the clock's ticking down, down, down. They get another playoff, then decide to call timeout when there's 30 seconds left. Only got one more playoff. It was a turnover on downs. They lose the game. Terrible clock mismanagement on all levels. But why is Matt Ryan not getting any of the criticism today? Because it's the head coach's job to call the timeout also. So obviously, somebody in the Colts staff thought they had the advantage and they wanted that Steelers personnel out there and they were just running down their throats. Works about 97.5% of the time in the NFL. Now, for some reason, the Colts call hike, and the tight end's just like, hey, Steelers defensive player, just run right through here and tackle them. They completely forgot to block. That is a great play. You you get you have the defense on its heels after a 17-yard run. You want to get off that run play. There's no way the Steelers should have been set. But for some reason, the, the Colts didn't block. They just completely, the whole team was so disorganized and so confused. Now, Saturday after the game, and you heard what he said. He said, we were waiting for a measurement, because you have to admit, Take a step back here. Yeah. So you want it Matt was close Ryan. to a first round. But close at that to, point, you're battling the clock more there, than you are down. There are three things going on here. Matt Ryan is running. He's scrambling 17 yards. He dives headfirst. Yeah. So dives Always head, a terrible idea. <laughs> always a terrible idea. So no one is quite sure if he gave himself up like a slide. Or right. Not. So um, immediately nobody knows that. He appeared to have the first down by about two yards, right? 
Uh, I thought it was closer than that. Well, he definitely was. It looked like he was over the first down marker. Okay. But there there might have been a Steelers guy who touched foot. So Jeff Saturday said, I thought they were going to measure it. I didn't understand if we had the first down or not. So he's sitting there waiting for the officials to do something. Now, the offensive staff said, let's get it out. Let's run the run play before they get the guys they want on the field. So they, they had the better personnel. And it just got all confused. And, and Matt Ryan himself after the game said, oh, I thought it was fourth and one, not fourth and three. So it was a very confusing play. Okay, but what team do they think they are? Yeah. Who thinks that this year's Colts is such a well-oiled machine that you're pulling off some kind of maneuver like that? This is a team that's just not very good with a head coach who's never done this before. Who does it hurt to call a timeout? You no, didn't they have, it's not that you had one left. You had all three. You talked about the confusion. There was tons of it. You know what they could have done? Regrouped with a timeout. Because no matter what the Steelers put out defensively, like you have to, in that moment, feel like you have your best plays. Fourth quarter, driving, down a touchdown, you're at home. You have to feel like your offensive plays that you're going to run are going to be the best ones in your playbook, right? This is to tie the game or maybe win if you want to go for the two-point conversion. This is it. So I don't, I care less about whether the defense is getting set as opposed to am I organized. But see, I think Matt Ryan deserves some of the criticism, just like I think Tom Brady deserves criticism for how things ended with the Bucks browns game. These are veteran quarterbacks who have played literally in like hundreds of football games. Anybody on the field can call a timeout. Brady and Ryan should know better at that point. They know they're disorganized. They know that the team around them might not be like, you know, perfectly executing these plays. Come on, guys. Yeah, but didn't he had someone in his ear saying, run this play. I think we got them where we want them. You're going to. Dis- Do you think someone them? was in his ear saying? Definitely. They said, run this, whatever, I don't know, whatever the trap okay. play was. They said, run this play. Obviously, you want to give the ball to your star running back. That's a no-brainer. Yeah, of course. So th- it was some version of that play was coming. And it, they must have thought they had an advantage right there. Okay, so I'm going to go with a guy in Parks Frazier who's calling his, what, third game ever in the NFL? Jeff Saturday, yeah. who's never done this before. Yet I'm Matt Ryan, who multiple Pro Bowls, and a former MVP, I don't have the wherewithal, let alone Tom Brady's accolades, which we could go through. He doesn't have the wherewithal to be like, you know what? Boom, timeout. Everyone from- thinks that they that, that we can execute this, but I know we can't right now. I don't know. It's asking a lot. The dude just ran for 18 yards of the play before. <laughs> can't call he can't, a timeout. The coaches are up top. They see everything that's going on. They see exactly what the defense is doing. They should have a much better view of what's going on than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was the, actually the ball carrier of the play before. I, I think that's asking a lot for him to organize, see where the Steelers are, see where the Colts are. Those guys are right up top at the 50-yard line looking down at what's happening. They should have a bird's-eye view. I mean, the coaching staff should have been able to call a timeout. Jeff Shadrady said today, I should have called a timeout. I screwed up. Of course he should have. And it's funny because, but I think even in the moment, like, okay, you have an offensive coaching staff who's up there. Who do I trust more? Do I trust somebody who has barely done this. Like that's the whole thing about Jeff Saturday, even being the head coach right now. It was the experience, the lack of experience for him as a head coach. Now, what did he say? Well, I, you know, I played this game forever, right? I've been a part of this. I, I know what to do. I can go with my gut. If he was actually playing center last night, there's probably a better chance that he would have been like, you know what, timeout, than somehow him on the <laughs> sidelines when it's now his literal job to make that decision. But I also think you're playing the result a little bit here, too. If Jelani Woods, I think he was the tight end in there. If he had yeah. made the block, Jonathan Taylor would have gotten five yards easily, and they would have been first down, and they would have saved the timeout, and there would have been 40 seconds we're left. We're blaming Jelani Woods. I don't Seriously, know what, that's play what we're doing here. You got Matt Ryan, you got Jeff Saturday. We're blaming Jelani Woods. I don't know what happened. rookie. 
So, see, the guy screwed up his block. If it had worked, would you, uh, if they had run for a first down, which they would have done a large majority of the time, it was an easy play. The Steelers had their pass defense in. It was should have been easy to run for the first down. They screwed up their execution. I get it. You yeah. should have called a timeout and organized everybody. But it's not a cardinal sin. That's not the only reason they lost this game. There are a lot of reasons. But don't you – I'll agree with you on that. But don't you also think that, like – it's not just about last night. Last night, I thought, was a pretty egregious example, right? I think I also thought that the Brady, like Todd Bowles, is getting skewered from coast to coast. And you know what? Rightfully so, right? Like their game plans have not been good. He's great as a defensive coordinator. As a head coach, is leaving a lot to be desired. The offense just doesn't look right this year with the Tampa Bay Bucks. But like, you're telling me Tom Brady can't call a timeout when they're driving and it's like, are you going for it? Are you not going for it? Are you being lax a days ago? But wait, here's a big connection to Julio Jones, and now maybe you're in field goal range. Oh, wait a minute, we're going to play for overtime. Tom Brady has done this and can do this in his sleep. He's not empowered to call a timeout. That's so weak to me. It seems so weird to me. I, I honestly, I think the coaching staff should be calling the timeouts. Well, I th- I agree with you. They have but, just such a better view of the game. But if, you, if I'm talking about... One of the, if I'm talking about the greatest quarterback of all time, and I'm talking about Matt Ryan, who's played almost what a decade and a half in this yeah. league, and they have they have more experience on the field in orchestrating these kinds of plays than anybody in that press box or anybody in the coach's box. Well, not than maybe not than Saturday. Saturday played a long time, but regardless, I just think that's there's you know, a reason Todd that, played a there's long a time. reason in the majority of these situations the coach calls the timeout because they, they're seeing everything from the sideline especially they have a view of what the defense is doing Matt Ryan has no idea what the Steelers are in he just ran back he actually got off the ground went back to the huddle he's got someone in his ear telling him what play to run don't you think he should trust those guys well don't you okay even so you're realizing what's going on you had so many opportunities there to be like, we're not ready. We're not set. We need the time now because we're not going to get it back. Plus the three timeouts and like the Brady thing. I just, I don't get it. I don't get how these guys, like if you have, if you're maybe on the Steelers, you got Kenny Pickett, you have a, a, a rookie quarterback or you've got Justin Fields on the other side, or you've got, you know, someone you don't trust. Okay. But not for these kinds of guys, not for the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's, the Matt Ryan's guys who have clocked serious, Serious playing time in this league. Yeah, I mean, what about the fact that Matt Ryan had just had this very confusing dive run at the end of the play? <laughs> you expected him. He was trying to figure yes. out where the ball was being placed. He had no idea what was going on. I'm I don't even still know. expecting him to understand. By the way, forget that. Why didn't he not just run for the first down? I don't know. I, I, I No awareness, I guess, about where the first down marker was. To I mean, he's a sure. terrible runner. I mean, that's one thing. The fact that you were relying on Matt Ryan to run 17 <laughs> yards in the first place. He must have been like, look at all this green grass here. I can't believe they're just giving me the whole field. It's like Dak so, Prescott in the 49ers game last Ryan year. Ryan screwed play. up that. The officials really didn't know what was going on either. They had no time to consider. I don't know. Everybody just was moving fast. I think it would have been hard for Ryan in that particular situation as the ball carrier to get up, organize, see everything was going on and said, now I need a timeout. Because he probably thought the coaching staff saw something. He also thought, you know what? We, we should get this first down. Like the Steelers aren't set. We should run right through them. Okay. So the other part about the Jeff Saturday thing, right? So Jeff Saturday is there watching this all unfold. And yes, he's new. He's only been doing this for three weeks, right? This is his third week as the head coach. But even if you are relying on all your years playing the NFL, don't you know right there to call timeout? Yeah. And he admitted he screwed it up. So he made a mistake. Yeah. It cost them. And by I mean, the way, that being said, they would have called a timeout to run that exact same play, and they probably would have got stuff too because they failed to execute 
all night long. Matt Ryan missed so many open receivers. I thought Troy Aikman was going to run down to the field oh and take over his quarterback. <laughs> he's getting so frustrated with him. Troy was on one last night. All, he, ne- he rips quarterbacks every game, but yeah. especially if the quarterback struggles just a little bit, oh, he's all over <laughs> He really is. And what I realized <laughs> is what a treat and what a delight mm-hmm. this is all going to be for all of us. The older Troy Aikman gets, and he'll have even less patience for bad quarterback by, by play, <laughs> and he is going to rip these guys. Meanwhile, yeah, I know by what you're about Matt to say. Matt Ryan's worst season is better than Troy Aikman's best season. Troy Aikman is reinventing himself as a combination of Tom Brady and Joe Montana, <laughs> when all he had to do was turn around and hand the ball. If they In that situation... Well, Michael Irvin got a couple, no, got a, caught a couple he passes. He wouldn't need to call a timeout in that situation because the Cowboys... Front line would have ran over the defense. Evan Smith went at eight yards of his sleep. <laughs> there, I, I don't know. When you have the best offense, one of the best offensive lines of but all just time. So, makes I it want you to be consistent here. Because your take is that it's on the quarterback also to call timeout in that situation. That means the quarterback could screw up the timeouts in those situations too. I think when you're talking about a quarterback like Matt Ryan last night or like Tom Brady, I think that it. I think they are like coaches on the field, almost. I think they are. I think not almost. Lot, I think they are. I think it's a lot to ask of them. Mm, I, I always think also, I, I, I'm i a huge believer. All this Peyton Manning was calling his own plays at the line. He was given three choices. He said, go A, B, or C. And he's picking one of those three choices. I don't think he was sitting there and analyzing the thing and saying, let's run Red Dog 26. I think it's much <laughs> more mechanical than people make it out to be. I, I don't think the quarterbacks have that much influence on that kind of thing. That's a coaching decision. Well, how come Peyton Manning always talks about, you know, on the Manning cast, that's a time when you say, oh, coach, sorry, the headset was out. I didn't hear anything you said. He, you he, might, he makes that yeah. joke all the time. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, because that's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, like Troy Aikman, has never had a, Looking back on it, just rewrote the record book a million times over. <laughs> I mean, come on. Peyton Manning had as many screw-ups as Jeff Saturday did and Matt Ryan did. I'm sure he had the same problem. What if they had called a timeout and then knocked on the first down? Which was probably going to happen because they stunk all well, night long. Okay, but at least I want to have an opportunity to... Maybe that's the call. Maybe handing off to Jonathan Taylor is the call, which it ended up being. I, mean, I definitely would have been the call. Or maybe... But you still have another timeout. So you're getting off two different plays there before your fourth down magic, you know, go for a play. Yeah, no, they they definitely should have called a timeout yeah. Saturday and maybe screwed up. But this is what you get when you hire a guy out of the booth in week eight. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> but that's not this kind of stuff I didn't think we were going to get. I thought we were going to get, well, maybe, I wasn't sure what we were going to get with Jeff Saturday, but I thought this seemed like it was pretty elementary. Like you out, you're at 59 seconds now, you're under a minute, you have all three timeouts, what are you doing? What I thought was interesting is, we talk about like not expecting a lot from rookie quarterbacks, but expecting more from the veterans. Meanwhile, the story going around from last night, and everyone's confirming it, is that Kenny Pickett's the one who wanted to hand the ball off to Benny Snell to run in the, what ended up being the go-ahead touchdown. There you go. He's calling plays. Rookie's out there calling plays, yet Matt Ryan, <laughs> former MVP, can't call a timeout. Tell me one coach who has not screwed up something in the final minute of a game this year. Just one guy. No, Maybe Andy Reid probably hasn't, but he's got enough for a lifetime. John Harbaugh well, has made at least three critical errors. He's probably the third best coach in the entire NFL. <laughs> yeah. There's just, some of these have been, have been the, tough. I think we were holding these guys to too high a standard in the final minute in the sense that they're all screwing up. They're all making up by the seat of their pants. There's no perfect way to do this. Well, there might not be a perfect way to do it, but I think it's even Jeff Saturday says this morning, of course I should have called a timeout. Yeah. Like the idea that he would have that much experience playing and not know, to me, that's shocking. Shocking. Were you and Matt shocked Ryan when, could have been could have been a little bit of a help there. And too. all of John Harbaugh's mistakes this year, have they been shocking? 
I mean, Harbaugh is so aggressive yeah. that now I'm, I don't know if I'm shocked by anything, but I think John Harbaugh's answering questions for why the defense is collapsing in the way they are in the fourth quarters. Who do you think did a better coaching job on Sunday, Bill Belichick or Kevin O'Connell? On Thursday, you mean? Thursday. On Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, the, the Patriots were atrocious. I have no idea so where I, that came from. Yeah, I, I No I idea know. where that came from. I just think that they're growing pains on the job, and even that, it's perfect. We, we kill these guys on these last-second decisions, and we should, but it's pretty hard. Uh, by the way, I, did you know what was happening when Matt Ryan fell on the ground there? Then You thought, oh, it's third and three? You're I thought it was a first down. Waiting for the officials to come and try to bail you out there. Never a good bail recipe. you out, but the guy ran for a first down. I still don't, I looked at the play a million times, so they said he gave himself up. I don't know. How do you give yourself up when you're diving head first? So was Sam Darnold giving himself up when he rolled into the end zone? No, I, I think you're still being a. Isn't a head first dive in its own merit an aggressive move? I a slide yeah. is like a. That's a. You well, know, a he, passive, more passive move. Here's the thing. Matt Ryan was trying to take a knee, but he was so uncoordinated. But why <laughs> would you take a knee in that situation? <laughs> he, that, is that what he said? He was trying to take a knee? No He way. said he didn't know what was happening. He said they marked it from the beginning of my dive, but I thought that they marked the beginning of the dive. It should have at least been fourth and one, four, or third and one yeah. instead of third and three. It was just a mess. The fact that the officials didn't slow down was kind of weird, too, because I'm not sure they had it right. You know what would have really been awesome in that situation? Just call time out. Yeah, just call time out. <laughs> Figure it out. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Okay, do you agree with me that veteran quarterbacks like Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, they should also be criticized when their teams mess up these end-of-game decisions, especially when they're on offense? Maybe it's the play calling. Maybe they can't overrule that. But timeouts? Come on. I mean, this stuff is this is easy stuff for guys of that caliber. Or do you agree with Perloff? They're really more just relying on the coaches, and they can't do anything. They're just executing orders. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Um, United States back on the field. Christian Pulisic, American hero, scored already in the first half. Perloff, not that impressed. Laid his body on the line. Wow. <laughs> I'm amazed that he's even walking. I mean, he ran full speed into a 148-pound man. <laughs> well, he's out of the game now. He didn't. He didn't start the second half. So, do we know what happened? I mean, he yeah, just, he ran in, and got kicked in the yeah, you know where he got kicked in the junk, and he's out for the second half. Explain it. Was there something more? Does anyone have any? There's got to be something more. I don't know. Like a um, like a lacerated kidney or something. Oh, like the like guy in the CJ, Eagles. Yeah, that. How about this? Guy on the Eagles, uh, Gardner Johnson, right? Yeah. Has a lacerated kidney. But then the update is expected to return this season. <laughs> like, that's probably a terrible idea. You Ugh. have a, a lacerated organ, a pretty pretty important one. You might just <laughs> want to sit the rest of this one out. So we're obviously struggling a little bit with Chauncey Gardner Johnson's name. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Chauncey CJ Gardner Johnson. So shouldn't it be CGJ? We need to get him on the show and figure this out. <laughs> you know, I know he's got a lacerated kidney, but can you get him on the phone? Even Eagles announcers have trouble with this guy's name. I'm telling you. C.J. Gardner-Johnson? It's C.J. Gardner-Johnson, but his name is Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't get it. Well, see, I Chauncey guess, Jr. maybe? It might be a junior maybe situation. Maybe he's a junior. C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Wow. Uh, but we're the only show that's going to link Pulisic <laughs> and Gardner-Johnson. <laughs> I mean, Unless it turns out Pulisic has a lacerated a lacerated kidney. kidney. But you guys tell me. I don't. I have, yeah. I have no expertise in this area. Obviously, you get kicked in the you know where. Yeah. You're out for the for the game. 
I would have thought that the pain would, would subsidize would would go Subside? away. Yeah, it Subside. has to be something more. Yeah. Right? Like a like a groin type of something. Yeah, this stings yeah. for you guys for what, like ninety seconds? Well, depends. Uh, depends. I mean, he yeah. went full speed into a knee. Like that's more than ninety seconds. Well, yeah, except you know that's not as as painful as a little sideways glance. That could really get you. You guys <laughs> then know you're what out I mean. for a week. Oh, <laughs> uh, the direct puking. hit might not be as bad in all situations. I mean, this happens in football too, where guys get hit down there. They're usually back in two plays. Uh, I hope he's okay, by the way. I don't mean to make light of this. No, situation. he's like the best player on the American team. So, yeah. you know, obviously the stakes are pretty high here. And as a human, I hope he's okay. I hope well, we're not making that fun too, of him. but we're, there's a soccer match we're trying to win here. It's the World Cup. <laughs> I mean, my buddy Chris Sims <laughs> lost a spleen in a game. I don't think that's his situation. I know, but it, but Chris lost the spleen or lacerated the spleen. It was like a regular season game. If they... Yeah, I know. It, it was it was like Bucks Falcons or something. But like, he didn't it just lacerate the, the spleen. Cup. They're like, you would have died in three hours if we didn't take that thing out of your body. Like it was spewing poison <laughs> into his body. I had this is tough sports and stuff, but that didn't strike me as such a vicious play. Well, I mean, the fact that he was writhing in pain on the ground for three minutes should have maybe given you the hat tip that he was really. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're like he hurt. put his body on the line. Uh, he did. You're a Wait, he's not going to kick that ball? It was a, He was two feet from the goal. He just kicked the ball in. It wasn't like... <laughs> and he paid the price for it. But is there anybody who's less impressed by all the wonderful athletic achievements of soccer players? Is no, that, that struck me more as an accidental mishap than a, an act of courage. <laughs> oh, like, oops, sorry. Worse. Didn't mean to knee you in the in the private part. <laughs> there, there's Captain America and then there's Perloff. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right, want to hear from you. Do veteran quarterbacks, Ryan, Matt, uh, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, do they deserve criticism when these end-of-game mishaps go wrong, or is it just on the coaching staff? Coming up, what big surprise is coming in the college football playoff rankings? Perloff and I have our predictions next. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, just send your hate to me at Andrew Perloff on Twitter. Just because I don't think that Christian Pulisic risked his entire life to score that first goal for America. I think it was yes. a great goal at a great moment for American sports. Oh, and, no, you um, don't. Yes, don't I try do. to cover up for <laughs> no, it now. No, I think it's great that he scored. I just don't think it was this incredible act of bravery. He's I just, mean, he sacrificed his body. He's not in for the second half. He's body. the best player on the U.S. team. Maybe he's out muscular now. enough that you could run into a 170-pound man <laughs> and hit him in the stomach and not be out for the... the get I'll on the you, football field. Get on a football field. Let me see, let me they see are what Micah Parsons approach football. The guy, was it even... that? First of all, that kind of collision happens... Every, t- 10 times a game. It just was unlucky that he just happened to catch one in a place where you don't want to catch one, Maggie. <laughs> hey, Perloff, how about this? I'll go out into the hallway. You just run full speed. I'm just going to lift my knee up. We'll just see what happens. <laughs> Honestly? It and, might come up to his, his shin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> but hey, no, even so, like, shin, I'll tell you that. that the logistics like, of that, I think, are not That's not exactly work. like taking a 10-yard slant over the middle and getting blown up by okay, Cam Chancellor. Obviously, but this is a contact sport. Football, American football is a collision sport. We know it's different. But Pulisic scored that goal, and if it holds, he's an American hero, and you're well, not. Yeah, but, it's a, <laughs> but he's an American hero for scoring, yeah. but he's not an American hero because it was the bravest play we've ever seen. Come on. I mean... It was pretty brave, and it had a great outcome. Okay, there we go. Get out of here! <laughs> like he was gonna. I was like, oh no, you know the goal. The goal's right there. I could score a goal in the World Cup, but no, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want <laughs> a collision with this average size man. Oh no. Okay, I, it's not like it's surrounded by sharks. I get that. It's not you know a shark infested waters like that kind of bravery, but it was still pretty brave. Let's go to the phones. Eight five five two one two. Four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two. He might not be able to have kids again. We don't know how bad that injury really was. Oh, we're talking about last night's game. Lucy is in Seattle. Love the name. Lucy, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing excellent. What's on your mind? Hey, um, last night I was watching the game, and that guy, Bill Vinovich, is the uh, official. That guy should have been uh, canned a long time ago. <laughs> Way um, to call him out by name, Lucy. <laughs> Bill Vinovich has been getting away with things for too long in this league. <laughs> he sure has. And, um, but just Saturday, as a head coach, in the last few minutes, after um, – Ryan dove for the um, when he was trying to get to the first down. Maybe he had it. I don't know. Um, it's hard to see on the on the TV sometimes. But um, he, Saturday should have called a timeout and told uh, the official that he wanted the booth review because it's inside the two minutes. And then all of a sudden, you know, then they could have reviewed it and see where the ball's at, and you know, and then you could see if you know if he has uh, if it's a first down, if it's you know third and one or whatever the situation was. See, Lucy gets it. She's watching the game. She's 2,000 miles away from Indianapolis, and she gets it. Okay. She could have called this game better than Jeff Saturday. Forget the coaches. <laughs> nice job, Forget Lucy. Forget Ryan for a second. Let's talk about the officials, because you know yeah. why this caused such a such an issue for me. Yeah. It was a, it's a version dastardly of dastardly Bill Vinovich. It's a version of the Taylor Heineke <laughs> kneel down to give yourself up. Taylor Heineke scrambles out of the pocket, nine yards yep. down, and then takes a knee. Last week, right? Takes a knee. The NFL's been around for 102 years and never has a quarterback scrambled nine feet to the right of the pocket <laughs> and taken a knee. And then I'm like, well, are you... So the, the Eagles defender doesn't know what's going on and hits him. Then yeah. everyone... And I'm like, well, it wasn't exactly clear that he was giving himself up. And people treat me on Twitter like I'm a blind... Like I'm Bill <laughs> Everyone's like, you don't know what you're talking about. So Damn last night I go... Finish. 
Matt Ryan dies forward about four yards, and apparently everyone is a uh, an NFL rules expert and <laughs> yes. knew that he was giving himself up. Meanwhile, Jeff Saturday had no I thought it was a first down. He said, he, I thought it was a first down. Matt Ryan thought it was a first down. Nobody, the announcers were too busy yelling at Matt Ryan for being inaccurate. They, they didn't mention a thing. They had no idea what was going on. So everybody's confused. And then afterwards, I'm telling you right now, Maggie, the Super Bowl will be marred by this kind of play. A quarterback's going to be giving himself up. And no and one's going to. Brandon Graham's going to come in yeah. and take his head off. I think this is confusing. I understand a slide, but you're saying a, a head first dive is giving yourself up. I, that's don't, a new... I do not think a head first dive is giving yourself up. You're head first diving. That's inherently an aggressive move. I'm wondering who. What's your favorite? Who's your favorite NFL referee? Do you have one, or just even the name? Well, I mean, obviously Sean Hockley and the, the guns. I feel like Cleet Blakeman is a Cleet good Blake. name. Is he still? <laughs> he's ref? usually he's been around for a long time. Yeah, no, he's he's okay. Carl Sheffers usually kind of. Yeah, yeah, we all know, know those names. Who's the guy who give him the business? I, I know you know this. The, uh, the Ben uh, Dreith. Oh, right, right, right. Give him the business is a great guy, but <laughs> the, uh, if the officiating is definitely confusing. I yeah. don't understand. If you watch the play again. And just watch it real time. I guess somebody might have touched his foot, but there's no way you could tell watching that in real time there was not a first down by the Colts. No, but I still would have called the timeout. That doesn't oh, excuse absolutely. them from the timeout, absolutely. but you're right about that. But it you was... know what? Craig Rolstad would never, you know? This Bill Vinovich <laughs> may, but Craig Rolstad would never. <laughs> Scott Novak would be all over it. Greg's in Santa Barbara. Hey, Greg, how's it going? Good. What do you have to say yeah, about the, the game from last night? The, the time management at the end of games, not just the this most recent game, but it happens way too often yeah uh whether it's the coach's fault or uh like a veteran quarterback these guys should really know you don't have much time left you gotta you gotta get it right thank you greg that's what i'm saying you're matt ryan you're tom brady you can call a timeout here now to perloff's point maybe matt ryan is a little bit uh i don't know what did you say like sort of well he was running but also he he didn't say Kind of discombobulated because he was actually the ball carrier. But even still, I mean, here's the other part, too. And, Greg, appreciate the call. I thought when you are running, okay, they're inside the two-minute two minute warning. So you get the two-minute warning, and that's when you have an opportunity to really, like, collect yourself, right? Aren't you basically have an idea of everything you need to do to get the first down or when, or at what point you're going to call a timeout? I thought this is what you practice, No. Well, I mean, yeah, and obviously, game situations. when you're doing Colts practice and it's you look at the last drive, you count in a Matt Ryan 17-yard run all the time because that <laughs> happens so often. It's happened four times in <laughs> well, 26 years. Well, you know that years. the defense is probably going to, you know, play back, try to keep everything in front, you know. Oh, I'm watching the highlight again. He's moving so slow. <laughs> and the Steelers aren't even trying to tackle him. They don't, they're just like, what is this weird dude doing? It's a, it was, by the way, can we talk about it for a second? We're, we're not talking about how awful this game was from start to finish. The Colts somehow should have won by three touchdowns. Yeah. And so uh, it was such uh, a bizarre I, game. I thought Pickett was pretty good. You he know, was okay. What Pickett, did he do in the second half? So nothing. But Pickett, I stopped betting. Uh, I, stopped, I stopped betting the Steelers a couple weeks ago because Pickett was turning the ball over so much. I was like, ah, he's all, I, I wrote him off. Can't trust him. But the last three games, he has not had a turnover. I thought also, you know, if he really was the one who said, we got to give the ball to Benny Snell at the goal line, I appreciate that. He obviously had a heads up sort of. You know, understood where the opposing defense was having trouble. You know, I can appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, the Colts need to tighten it up. They they definitely, they're going to regret that one because they probably could have snuck back into playoff contention. Would have been five wins at that point? Yeah. Anyway, it's kind of bizarre. I don't know if Jeff Saturday. Is, now the Jeff what, Saturday experiment's over. Is the Jeff Saturday experiment <laughs> over or not over? It's or just where it was before. What are they, one and two under him now? 
Yep. Um, I think it's still TBD, but last night was definitely an indictment. But to be honest, Brady Not had a really. bonehead move the, on Sunday, and so did Todd Bowles. Joe is in Minnesota. Hey, Joe, what's up? Hey, thanks for very much for taking my phone call, and I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Oh, thanks. Same to you. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, just uh, getting so tired of Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to play? Is he not? You know, it seems like, hey, the Minnesota Vikings lost their opportunity with Denny Green in 98 and then with the great Brett Favre in 2009 in New Orleans. It just doesn't seem like, you know, we have that team put away games the way they did that Hmm. Craig, or Joe, excuse me, sorry, you're kind of cutting out there a little bit. I think what I'm picking up from you, and thank you for the call, is that even in a down year for the Packers, this doesn't feel like the year for Minnesota. I think Is that what I'm getting? Well, I think he was also talking about historically how Minnesota always blows it when they should win, and most notably 98 yeah. when uh, Gary Anderson missed that field goal, and also the Brett Favre year against the Saints. I recently rewatched that game. Why? It was on NFL Network, the, the bounty... The Vikings, they could not, like the win probability must have been 99%. On the Vikings' favor. On the Vikings' favor. I cannot, like, they created, once again, creatively found a way to lose. I think that's what he's talking about. Minnesota can never get it right. But this is a different Minnesota team because those teams were favored. They should have rolled to the Super Bowl. Right. This team nobody likes. No, but in a way, in a painful way that the Minnesota fans know all too well, I don't trust their kicker. Was it Greg Joseph? I do not trust this guy. Yeah, but do you feel like they're going to be in the NFC title game to even have a key moment to blow? You know what? We've been underestimating. (laughs) (laughs) It's a funny way to put that. Uh, We've been underestimating them this whole time. You're right. It's like they're a a nine-win team with no pressure whatsoever. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are they at 10 wins? I think they're. No, I think they're. I don't want to shortchange them. I think they're a nine. So, yeah, I don't don't know. The Vikings do not scare me. Obviously. Nine and two. The spread this week. It's like three points. I right? don't. I don't understand that. That's a somehow Vegas loving Mike White. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the guys who run the the sports books in Vegas are all secret Jets fans. <laughs> it's the only explanation I got. No, I think. I mean, the Vikings have been probably about four points below what you'd expect every single week. Because uh, that's another thing. I don't understand. Real quick question about the NFL. Yeah. How come everybody plays terrible teams and nothing but terrible teams? The mm-hmm. Cowboys have the easiest schedule I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. So do the Eagles. So do the Giants. So how come nobody plays anybody? Well, we're about to. Now, this coming week, we're about to get some good matchups. We're going to have the Miami Dolphins against San Francisco. So that's the first that's game Miami's played all year. That's the first. Against that, an actual good defense. In yeah. like um, two months. Yeah. Uh, we've Baltimore. Some... Look at Baltimore's schedule. It's, it was designed by the gods. They might not. <laughs> they might not get through it, but it just seems weird. Okay. So now Commanders-Giants is a sneaky good game. For sneaky pl- important game. Important. Not a sneaky good yeah. game. Will it be good? I have no idea. It'll probably be tight. Titans-Eagles is probably going to be a pretty close game. Titans That's only play game. tight games unless they're playing the Bills. Um, but look at the Cowboys schedule. Uh, Chiefs-Bengals. That's the other good no, one. Chargers-Raiders is always bizarre. Yeah, but you're I mean, right. The Cowboys <laughs> get the Colts. Ugh. Cowboys have only one winning team left on their schedule already. I think the Eagles have two. It's kind of, It just feels weird. Um, in the break, I'm going to make you watch... 
Matt Ryan's scramble with me again. We're going to relive it. I've watched it. it. Okay. We're going to relive it. Re- relive this magic again? Yes. Well, I'm happy to do it. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, okay, we will get to what we expect tonight in the from the College Football Playoff Committee. We also have some Aaron Rodgers sound, and the Aaron Rodgers story taking a little bit of a different turn, but he updates us on his injury status. We got all that and more. Don't move. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. I can't believe it's this time of the week again to guess who Stu picked as the Navy Federal Defensive Player of the Week. I think it's got to be the obvious one is San Francisco, like uh, Nick Bosa. They 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 shut out. Fred uh, Warner. Yeah, Fred Warner had seven tackles. Hufunga had nine I know it's obvious, but I think I'm going to go San Francisco. Someone on the San Francisco defense. You know, he's got that weird smirk on his face. I know. (laughs) I don't even know what he did this week. Did Max Crosby have a lot of sacks? And maybe maybe he's going to go home team Raiders, but I kind of doubt it. I think my instinct was now. I think Parsons got some cheapy stats. Uh, cheapy sacks that weren't really sacks for the Cowboys. Would, would Stu go so, all the way back to Thanksgiving? And also, Chris Jones, once again, just almost killed a man. I mean, he's, he could be... <laughs> part, Michael quickly. Parsons and Chris Jones could be this award every week. So yeah. I think that's too obvious. I agree with you. I'm going Niners. Fred Warner. All right. This week's player is Panthers defensive end Brian Burns. Oh, Burns. of course. 23 to 10 victory over the Broncos. Burns sacked Russell Wilson twice and also forced a fumble. On the season, Burns is tied for fifth in the league with 10 sacks and has 53 total tackles. You know, smart they didn't trade that guy. (laughs) Upon upon retrospect, (laughs) smart they didn't trade that guy because he's a foundational piece. But here's the thing, Stu. Slight slight qualm. Okay. I mean, you're stopping the Broncos' offense. Yeah, it's (laughs) not the biggest test. Who's watching that game on red zone? Like, (laughs) that is... That doesn't count. That's like winning a minor league baseball (laughs) game. Were there any moments in the red zone? Uh, very few. Ooh, that's a good point. There might I, not have been. Denver, I think they yeah, got, oh, they in got that the game, one cheapy yeah. uh, touchdown in the garbage time. Uh, all right, Stu, fantastic job. Brian Burns, that player, Wait, is very good. Did you look at the Niners with the shutout? I know how you, you I always, did. There yeah. wasn't one, like, specific player, though, that shined. I, I could have done the whole team. Maybe that'll be uh, something we do going forward. Great. We need more keep variables to keep track of. Great. <laughs> As if we're nailing this every week, we pretty much miss all the time. Just keep oh, no, I... for, for U.S. soccer next time. <laughs> I know. Set pieces. Um, nice save right there by the keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw out, like, soccer terms. There all sides. Go. Set pieces. <laughs> there you go. Goal. Hey, our set... Arts, uh, this, Set pieces are like corner kicks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's usually an offensive move right Listen, now. I mean, but you can also stop them. <laughs> You can have defense on set, set pieces. Defenses. Thank you. There are I, set piece defenses. Yes. Right, but, I read up on my soccer analytics. I mean, quite frankly, it's ruining the game if you ask me. But <laughs> I'm more of a purist. Um, Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's get to our buddy Aaron Rodgers. What the f- is Aaron Rodgers up to today? Giving us a s- injury update. Aaron Rodgers' uh, status, Perloff. It's pretty good. 
Yeah, well, we're weird. not eliminated. Uh, I got good news with the scans yesterday, so I plan on playing this week. Listen, we are eight and four, four and eight, twelve and zero, zero and twelve. I'd be wanting to suit up this week. How come? And not I- just because it's because that's what you do. You go out there, and if you can play, you play. You don't need some doctor to give you an excuse. Oh man, I don't know, maybe one more week. No, you can go out there and compete, and you have competitive greatness in your body, in your heart, in your mind. You go out and play. Wow, what I mean, that's almost as brave as Christian Pulisic <laughs> running into a tiny goalkeeper. <laughs> I mean, uh, he basically he's like, it's not just because Chicago. I mean, it's you know, you just want to do the courageous thing. Just it happens to be Chicago without Roquan Smith and safety Eddie Jackson, a team I own when they're fully constituted, let alone this skeleton crew who does not care at all about football. Of course he wants to go out there and get four touchdowns. Then watch him shut it down after that. Yeah, I thought it was funny. He's really changed his tune quite a bit from Sunday night. Yeah, right? He said, I'll play until we're mathematically eliminated. Something tells me if you were 0-12, you're not playing. But it did make me think, like, you pay someone $50 million. Does that guarantee you a whole season? You would think so, right? Well, yeah, but who can, it's a sunk cost. Do you, do you think the Packers want to play him? They want to see love. Don't they? I don't know. I pay someone $50 million. I think I want to get my money's worth. No, money's worth for what? I don't know. For the money I'm paying you. You do fifty. You can't pay somebody $50 million, and if they're healthy, don't pay. Don't have them play. I, think I don't just, think executives think like that. In a perfect world, they really want to see Jordan Love, right? They have to decide if they're going to pay this guy. Um, if, they, if Roger's feelings weren't part of this, he'd be on the bench right now. They need to see what they have in Jordan Love. Also, yeah. they want to showcase him for a trade, but but do they actually want to trade him? So that's the thing. Like, if you only think Rodgers is there for another year, then you don't want to trade Jordan Love. You've invested so much in this guy. Pick up the fifth year option and then see what happens from there. What advantage is it playing Aaron Rodgers? You're out. You're four and eight. You're out. The, the season's over. Yep. What single advantage does that give you as a team? Just How about a little more good? chemistry with the young receivers? So, okay, that's a good. Because one. if you're going to be back next year, didn't think of that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right. maybe Play I changed my tune. All no, right. I, I want to see Love. Uh, maybe this is me wishful thinking. Uh, don't you? Aren't you curious? Uh, yeah, kind of. I am curious. It's probably going to lead to actually to more problems than solutions. Because if he plays really well, then. But that's happens? exactly what happened with Rodgers and Favre the last time, and that was unbelievable. What happened? It was great for the Packers. Um, can we play the quick sound of Rodgers talking about his Thanksgiving? So uh, the sound we just played for you was courtesy of the Pat McAfee show. This was also courtesy of McAfee. So we know that Rodgers went to. Uh, Mason Crosby, the kicker's house for Thanksgiving. He mentioned someone named Molly here. That's Mason Crosby's wife. And this is what happened on Thanksgiving. Listen, don't be a freaking weirdo, okay? (laughs) Somebody who watched the show went over to Molly's house with some sort of pie saying it was from me. Oh, no. And then wouldn't leave. I'm just saying this. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah. And don't be that person. Yeah. She's lucky Mace yeah. didn't come home and pound that dude. Yeah. Pound him. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Pound yeah. Thanksgiving pound him. They talk uh, about stuffing on yeah. Thanksgiving. This is I'll Thanksgiving give you a pound, pound that Right. So that's what happened. Can you imagine? I get what Aaron Rodgers is saying there. When he's imploring people, please don't be a weirdo, which is kind of hilarious coming from Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> the world's biggest weirdo. Hey, pot mute kettle. Yeah, but I don't think he's creepy. I don't think Rodgers is creepy like that. I mean, being famous, this makes it seem like it's awful. Your privacy is complete. Well, I guess yeah. he did put it out there on the McAfee show that he was going there. Don't Still, be a freaking weirdo. Don't be a freaking weirdo. Definitely. Try not to be. <laughs> Please, for the sake of everybody, um, don't be a freaking weirdo. Don't be a freaking weirdo. How about Richard in Tennessee, 
Richard, what's happening, dude? I said trade Aaron Rodgers and let Jordan Love bond with the young receivers. Where do you want to, Where do you think they're trading Aaron Rodgers to? I say they trade him to Denver, get some nice picks. <laughs> <laughs> Richard coming through with the big call. Oh yeah, what do you do with Russell Wilson then? Um, I'm not sure to be honest with you. I'd probably trade him to, to the Cardinals or somewhere. <laughs> I love it. What about That's... Kyler Murray? They just paid him. Yeah, he's not worth it. And Maggie, you're absolutely right. They, uh, the veteran quarterback should be able to call a, a timeout if they see that the head coach or the assistant coach or somebody upstairs is flustered or something. You know what I mean? They should be able to call a timeout quick. You're right about that. Yeah, Richard, thank you so much. Appreciate it. I thought Richard was just going to keep naming places yeah, okay, who so have paid their quarterbacks <laughs> huge amounts of money. It's like Denver. All right, well then, how about Arizona? If not Arizona. So then where does Kyler Murray go? Like Maybe <laughs> Kyler Murray goes to the Bucks. How about but then Dallas? Tom Brady, maybe over to the <laughs> Dolphins. And then that means that Tua is going to the Ravens, and Lamar Jackson is going to end up in Vegas, and Derek Char- Carr to the Jets. Just shake everything up. <laughs> I did bring an interesting question. When can the Cardinals get out of Kyler Murray? <laughs> That's what you took away from that whole thing. Well, it's probably after next year, right? I would think. I or it was a three-year deal. I think it was. I think it was three guaranteed years. Yeah. Well, How many coaches right. will they have gone through by the time they get to that <laughs> end of that third year? I think that they will be eager to move on a quarterback by the end of that third year. I would agree. If things keep going this way. If they, then, of course, they're going to be. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We didn't get a chance to get to the other Aaron Rodgers sound. We'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. This wasn't Aaron Rodgers. It was a former teammate kind of spilled a little bit of the tea on what it's like to meet Aaron Rodgers for the first time. So we'll get to that later on in the show. Uh, coming up next, though, Perloff, this is going to be a lot of fun. Sean King, former NFL quarterback who's fantastic, never holds back on his opinion, and that's one of the reasons why we love him. Have a lot of big questions to ask for Sean. Number one, just had a caller there ask, you know, say that should trade Aaron Rodgers to Denver. We know it hasn't worked out in Denver. How much blame should Russell Wilson be shouldering? We're going to get the answer uh, from Sean King. Plus, we've got more quarterback stuff to talk about with Sean. USA... Past 90 minutes in extra time, hanging on to a one-goal lead. There's nine minutes of extra time. So we'll update you on what happens on the other side. Sean King, co-host of VEASAN Live Primetime, is going to join us next to talk quarterbacks. Don't move. More Maggie and Perlaw. Straight ahead. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.